and welcome back to Three Tickets Two. I'm Elle. I'm Joel. And I'm Dean. We are a family podcast. I'm married to George. Dean is my brother. And on this podcast, we talk about movies and everything got to do with them. Guys, how are we going? Have you met Ted? (laughs) Oh, is that a hint for later? Really? What? No, 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 nothing, nothing at all. I just... I was surprised because I know you got a lot of good shows. Are you trying to say that you think How I Met Your Mother is on my list and you're not happy about it? No, I'm not. Not that I'm not happy about it. I'm just surprised. I feel like it would be just outside your top ten. Do you really think I would spoil my list this early? If you guys haven't guessed what they're talking about and what the title of the episode is, we're doing top ten TV comedies. Well, they would have had to click on the show. (laughs) That is true. Just clarifying for the dum-dums out there. None of our audience are dum dumps. Let's make that very clear. We love well, you. I listen to the show, so and I'm pretty stupid. Oh, so. <laughs> oh damn it! Yeah. Well, I'm good. Well, that's good. That's nice. I'm all right. That's nice. I'm looking forward. I know it's a long time coming. I'm looking forward to our kid slash kids maybe one day mm-hmm. to grow up and we can go to the movies freely. Ah, God, that's, me that's too. what I'm looking forward God, to. It's just too. a very simple, simple yeah. wish. Yeah. It's very random. Yeah. It is, but I was thinking about it today. God, yeah. me too. I can't wait for our son to be into watching comic book movies. We can just go watch them willy-nilly and go back to watching them about six or seven times in the cinemas. And he's yeah. not a pain in the ass because um, when I was in the cinema working for Batman, I just see kids running around and their parents chasing in the cinema. I'm like, oh, God. While the movie's While the movie's on? While the movie's on. Oh, How old boy. are they? These kids are like three or four. I feel like that's really young. That's very young for a movie. That's how old I was. I remember when I went to the movie. I remember seeing Finding Nemo. That's very different. But it's, no, no, no. But even like <laughs> yeah. um, when I see them watching kids' movies, like they just don't sit there, mm. run around. Well, but obviously, every kid's different. That's like me casually mentioning that I'm better than all these kids. I just yeah. sat there and watched these movies. What are well, these kids yeah. doing? The thing is, you might have run around. Maybe. I might have thought, I know. I just felt bad for the mum. You probably couldn't find someone to watch the kid and you really wanted to see this movie. Or you got dragged to see this movie by your husband. So like... Lose, lose for you right now. Can I yeah. ask what movie are they taking their three or four year old to that their husband would have dragged them to? The Batman. Wait, what? That's no. what we just said. That's, That's what I just said. Ah, oh, you know, I got lost. Fair That's enough. what I'm like. All right, bring your kids to the movie. That's fair enough. But then aren't you kind of ruining it for the other people in the cinema? Depending on it's how your child like, has behaved. I understand that you really want to see it, but just take the punt and see it another time. Like the time we went and saw John Wick. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah, and the kid uh, parents took their kid to see John Wick, and the dog died. You know, sorry for the spoilers. It's the whole premise of the damn (laughs) trilogy. Trilogy. (laughs) And the girl started crying. Oh, I felt so sorry. Yeah, I wasn't annoyed at the girl. I was annoyed at the parents. It's okay. It's fine. It will happen to you too. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it will happen to your dog that's at home. Oh, jeez. Wow, that's worse than saying you're gonna die one day to a kid. (laughs) Saying your dog's gonna die one day. Is it? Yes. Everything's a lot worse when you put animals in the equation. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, I got a dial tone. (laughs) Anyway, how are you going, Dean? Yeah, I'm going alright. Since the two days before, when we we recorded our last episode of the Batman review, doing alright. No, like, real fun updates. Well, actually, I did see the Batman again. Nice. Uh I took Dad to go see it. How about that? How about that? great time except i had a massive migraine watching the movie i felt it on the drive there with dad and i was like fuck i'm gonna die watching this movie because that's i'm like i'm gonna fill the three hours now yep because i'm gonna be sitting there like ants in my pants i can't concentrate and i'm just because it's like one of those things where it feels like my eyes are rolling at the back of my head Mm. right Uh and how'd you go funnily enough if anything batman killed it of course he did yeah because i was concentrating on the movie and i didn't even think about the migraine as soon as i left the movie it came back and it killed me Ah. i think we can all relate i'm one of those people that when i take someone to see a movie that i've already seen and love i want to see their reaction and just seeing dad visibly enjoying the movie yeah i was like okay i feel pretty good i feel pretty good i don't care how i'm feeling this is great Dad's so you're saying it. the that is key me. to a migraine is a very loud three-hour-long movie? Yes. Mm. Uh, do you know? Do you know what really got to me? It. How it's a it's a dark movie. Most yeah. most ninety-five percent of the film is at night. But when the bright lights happen, like when there's like <laughs> a when there's like a shot of like Batman <laughs> Batman or Catwoman's motorbike turning on yeah. or the bat symbol. Yeah. I wanted to die. Yes. Oh, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And it'll eat. It'll eat. <laughs> it'll eat. It'll eat. No, nah, but it was a good experience watching it again. It's always yes. good to see a movie twice if you like it. 
That is so true. You see so multiple, much more. multiple, multiple times. Exactly. You see so much more about it. Yes. Yeah. I love picking up on things that, even though you've seen the movie at least 10 times, you're like, hey, I never noticed that. Oh, yeah. One love thing that. One thing I noticed at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. and then I watched a new Rockstar's video when I got home, the convenience store that gets robbed at the start of the movie, it's called Good Times. Like the okay. Robert Pattinson film, Good Time. Ah, yeah. oh. And he put that in his... Uh, Clever. Uh, I'm like, ah, oh, it's so yeah. cool. I just thought, I'm like, okay, I'm just picking random things that probably just don't make sense, yeah. but it looks like that is a reference. Ah, I like that. Yeah. Very clever. Anyways, how are you all? You know what? Not bad. Not bad. Busy. Mm. Had some interviews with my other podcast. Which Shout sounds, out to Daydream Believers. Sounds very exciting. Yes, yes. yes. We actually just interviewed half of a DJ group called Teddy Cream. So one of the guys on there will be on our episode. Well, actually, I would have already posted the episode by the time this one comes out. So we've been busy. It's been pretty good. What about your latest interview? Oh, yes. So we just filmed one today, the day that we're recording this. And this won't be out until next week by the time this one comes up. Her name is Caitlin and she just won the voice generations with her dad, Tim. Very exciting. That is awesome, by the way. Yes, thank you very much. You've been a busy lady. Been busy, busy, busy. I'm a busy mama. Hell yeah. Yes. Uh, But besides that, you know what? Haven't been able to watch as much. Although, actually, can I just say I watched the first two episodes of a show but hang on, I need to get my phone because it's the longest title in the world and I can't just... Around the world in 80 days as we get to the airport and it's a very difficult time getting there because of the traffic and you got to take in time before you get up in the morning and I don't know, it's really difficult. Starring Jackie Chan. Yes. (laughs) And Steve (laughs) Coogan. It is called The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. Is that that Kristen Bell? Yes. I watched the first two episodes of that and I've got to say I'm pretty... Invested. I'm invested. Okay. So is it a comedy? Um, maybe a dramedy. Maybe a drama comedy rather than a comedy drama because okay. it's about some pretty heavy things. Yeah. So just to give a basic synopsis, Kristen Bell's daughter died nice. about three years prior. Nice. <laughs> for the plot, for the plot, for the for plot. plot. Okay. As long as her dog didn't die. Exactly, because okay. that would just be too much for me. But then her dog died. Oh, oh really? Right. Right. Oh, I, I fully oh, believed you. Shit. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. So her daughter died three years prior to when the show's taken place. And as a result of their daughter dying, her and her husband have divorced as well. Yeah, that'll so, do it. Yes. So Kristen Bell, it's about her living in this house alone. But then there's this father and daughter that move in across the street. And his wife had died. This show sounds so hilarious. I can't wait to watch this comedy. It has some, <laughs> like I said, it has some moments where you're like, <laughs> but mostly, <laughs> mostly it's pretty okay. heavy. Something has got to do, her daughter, the day her daughter died has got something to do with the rain because now Kristen Bell has a heavy rain phobia. Oh, shit. So... I've yet to find out. I'm only two episodes in, but I will keep you posted. And this is on Netflix, yeah? Netflix, So the indeed. whole show would have been released. Yeah, the whole season's yeah. on Netflix. Yes. Because mm. when I first saw the title for it, I thought it was just meant to be like a parody of all yes. those uh, like psychological thriller movies like that recent oh, yeah. one that came out of Amy Adams on Netflix. Oh, the... Woman in the Window Woman or something? Woman in the yeah. Window. Yeah. And I, was, and I saw the trailer, I'm like, oh, okay, it seems just like a parody thing. I must have read the trailer completely wrong. <laughs> okay. Because this just doesn't sound it. <laughs> I must have Maybe watched like five. It is. I don't Maybe know. it is, and because I'm only two episodes in, the joke hasn't happened yet. Did <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? Because now I'm thinking the title, "The Girl in the Window Across the Street from the Man." I don't know. It's it's a. It's a it sounds a very, like a parody. It's a parody. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm taking the show too seriously. <laughs> and it's actually a joke. Well, it turns out her do- the Kristen Buzzle was like, my daughter died. Whoa! And I was like, that is just so sad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, actually, now. I'm so confused. I will report back when I finish the season. Oh, God. I'm curious to see the IMDb rating of it. Yes, and can you see what it falls under, whether it's a drama or a comedy? Imagine it's just pure comedy. It's a 6.4. It falls under comedy, crime, drama, mystery thriller. So comedy's first. Ah. Uh, uh, like I said, it when it could comes just to not laugh, be funny. Uh, 
Maybe. I find it more serious and sad because, you know, when I tend to watch movies or shows, I tend to put myself in the character's shoes. Yep. And I just found it extremely depressing. Yeah. Find it hard since having a child to watch stuff like that. Yeah. I'm going to give you an example. I've seen Titanic a million times. Oh, I mean a million times. I already know what scene you're about to talk about. I'm not talking about a particular scene. Oh, really? So you are wrong in general. No. She just wanted to mention that she's seen the movie. I thought you were just going to talk about, like, what's it called? Like, the scene where it's clear that the parents and the kids are, like, huddling with each other. Uh, Yes. Well, basically that. I had to stop watching the movie, like, halfway through. Billy Zane just got to you too much. Billy Zane. Since having a child, I just can't handle Billy Zane anymore. (laughs) Oh, good. Even though it's a movie I've watched so many times and I've tried to watch it once since having my son, I could not get through any scene that had a child in it once the boat started sinking. I couldn't get through any scene. I was crying like a baby and I had to actually turn the movie off. That bad? Yeah, it was bad. I don't know. That might be just my experience. So I don't know if you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. But yeah, I can't watch stuff like that anymore. Just hearing like obviously even just news reports. News reports. Oh my God, it makes it 10 times worse. Yeah, things in life like such as having a kid will change experiences for particular movies Mm. for you. Like there's this really good YouTuber, Sean Chandler. Mm-hmm. Who I highly recommend if you like content like this, you'll love Sean Channel on Yeah, YouTube. he's great. He's yeah. great. His favorite Pixar movie is Finding Nemo. Yeah. And he was talking about, like, before he had kids, he just thought, oh, it, was a, it was a good Pixar movie. Didn't love it, didn't mm. dislike it. Mm. But after having kids and watching that movie, it's by far his favorite Pixar movie. Yeah. Yes. Just yes. relating to Marlon. Yes. A lot and just seeing the experience that he had and just, like, being a dad and watching that movie hits home. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I, I understand. We are pre-recording these episodes because George and I are going on holiday, so we haven't actually had a chance to watch much in between. We saw another episode of Severance. And then I'm Indeed. going on a holiday. <laughs> yes. After. So yes. the next episode after this is also going to be pre-recorded. Yes, yes. We did watch another show of Severance. It was uh, really frustrating because we actually got the time, a little bit of time to ourselves to watch. You know, we put our son to bed and then we were like, we sat down, we got comfortable and to watch Severance. Yes. Like, let's like let's rip through a few episodes. Yeah. We watched the fourth episode and then it finished. <laughs> no, 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 no. And there was no more episodes. The oh, next, you're up to date. We're up to yes. date. Oh, we said that like, the That's what I thought. Dang, God damn it. That's what I thought. Well, El made you lied to me. El, El made me believe. <laughs> you can't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how much I've sacrificed? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should make it a goal to say that quote in every episode. <laughs> even with no, even if we forget it, like there's no context. It's just randomly. You can't do this to me. <laughs> so yes, El made me believe that they Why me? Oh, you made me believe it too, damn it! Great episode. The show's getting it's better getting with each episode. Better and crazier each episode. Yes. Yeah. And the female. This I think this new episode's all about the female lead. She yes. doesn't. Is it the best one so far? Probably the most intense. Intense, yeah. But I feel like every episode has been really good. Even the first episode. You know how sometimes first episodes of shows you're like, eh, all right, I'll keep watching. Because it's the pilots. What they're mainly yeah. making yeah. for producers and studios to pick up. And I think new episodes drop every Friday. Do you know what would be a good niche list that we should do in the future? What? Top five pilot episodes. Ooh. I like that, actually. Yeah, that like would require that. a lot of thought. Well, I, I already yes. know what my probably number one would be. Ooh, The Office. I knew it. Home Improvement. No, no Breaking Bad. <laughs> ah, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that is. Yeah. The shit I cook is the bomb. The shit you cook is shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly quotable. Uh, <laughs> I think it'd be what? a lot of those kind of shows. Yeah. For sure. You know, a lot of comedy parts aren't as good. But those like shows like Breaking Bad, even like Prison Break. I remember that like, whole first that season, whole first was, season was unbelievable. Even Terra Nova. So was that one <laughs> remember season? Remember the one I was, was into? Was that one season or two seasons? Because um, everyone was raving about the show, then it just got cancelled. I thought no one was raving about it. No, but like, George. sorry, it, I was it, so excited. <laughs> no, it was just like, me. The people that watched it loved it. It was yeah. a cult classic, like Firefly with um, Nathan Fillion and um, Alan Tudyk. That was a huge show. They ended up getting that film Serenity. Uh-huh. Like, like I had a massive cult following. It got cancelled after one season. Right. And I'm pretty sure it's like similar to Terra Nova, where people are like, that, oh, this show is fucking about amazing. Dinosaurs. Yeah, it was literally just 13 episodes. Yeah. And I was so excited. I'm like, yeah. this is awesome. You know, they're going back in time. They're dealing with dinosaurs. 
you know, a lot of action, a lot of, you know, drama. I watched the 13th episode and I'm like, all right, I'm looking forward to season two. Cancelled. Did it have like a cliffhanger ending or did it like end uh, it was, properly? You know what? It came out in 2011. And you haven't watched it since? And I haven't watched it since, so I don't remember. You know which show had a really big cliffhanger ending, but then it got cancelled? Last, Last Man, Man on, on Earth. Earth. Yeah. Oh. That had a yeah. full on, full on. But they knew they were cancelled, um, didn't they, when they did that? I don't think so. No? No. I, they just I don't did know why you the did the show like that. If you <laughs> knew you were getting cancelled, I know. Just to rub it in? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Oh. I don't think so. It was a full on cliffhanger, which we will never know the result of. Batman's doing really well. Hell yeah. Yeah. At the box office. I think it did something like 135 million. Wow. Like expect them to do well, that. but like doing exceeding that. It's also just more more so that in a pandemic era, and that it's a three hour movie with yes. how well it's doing. Yeah, yeah. And like there are some places where kids can't go see it. Yep. It's it's done great. Like obviously it's not going to be like the two hundred and sixty million that Spider Man did because yeah, that that's was... an, that's in an established franchise. Yeah. It had nostalgia going into it. Yes. There's a lot of things going right for Spider Man where there wasn't as many things going right for Batman. That's true. So the fact yeah. that it has done so well on opening weekend is amazing. And hopefully the second weekend does well. I think overall it probably made around $240 million worldwide, wow. which is great, which mm. is what the budget was for the film, but it needs to like double that to break even. Yeah. Right. Because uh, that's the actual budget for the film. Then when you talk about like advertising and yeah. things like that, it's just double the budget. Yeah. So if you make like a $250 million film and you want to make like at least $500 million. You know, I'm curious to see if their marketing budget is bigger because the movie got pushed back so many times. Potentially. So it was such a large period of time between the first trailer and when we actually saw the movie. No, yeah. I agree. It could be that. And plus, mm. they're advertising everything. Oreo cookies are advertised by Buddy the Batman. I saw it. I mean, I yeah, I mean, it. Batman Oreos. Yeah. Where are it's they like, good? Tastes like... Ever eaten an Oreo before? Mm, Tastes like vengeance. Not sure. <laughs> I was damn it, I was leading up to that joke, but you took it. I Sorry. took it, damn it. Tastes like the Batman. The silence was deafening (laughs) (laughs) before. Alright. But there's also been like lots of talks about like, which we maybe briefly went into last week, not 100% sure, but like sequels and who the villain's going to be. And it turns out so far, the TV show that I was telling you about how it's going to be about corrupt cops. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's now turning into that Arkham Asylum show. Which Matt oh. Reeves did an interview, I think, yesterday or the day before, saying that that's pretty much going to be a horror series. Ooh. That's very exciting. That's interesting. So we might get Riddler in that. We could get Barry Keegan as the joke. I'm not 100% sure. But do you know who I really hope we see in that? Who? Hugo Strange. I don't know who that is, to be honest. He's I'm not familiar with DC as much. Essentially, just, Me a, just an evil psycho- uh, psychiatrist doctor. who Oof. He's one of the only people in the comics that finds out who... That Batman is Bruce Wayne. Wow. Just out of his own research. My question is, is Batman involved in these shows at all? I don't know, because I know maybe for the Arkham show, it might be based in year one of Batman's tenure. Mm-hmm. And then you got the Penguin show, which I'm guessing is going to be set r- right after the events of yeah. the Batman. Mm. So I'm not 100% sure if, if we're going to see Robert Pattinson in this show, which... Who knows with these types of things. Like, it might yeah. do like a Darth Vader style appearance, maybe like again, yeah. like Rogue One. Which Ooh, I'm so cool. excited for these shows, by the way. Mm. Very excited. And that Arkham Asylum one sounds pretty mm. cool, although it, I'll be shooting myself. Yeah, it's going to be creepy, I reckon. Mm. I'll be, maybe not like full-on horror, but enough to be like, oh my god. like Just okay. to start, more startle you than more like... Action, action horror. horror. Action horror. Yeah, I don't yeah. want yeah. just straight-out horror. Mm-hmm. I love like, straight-out horror. <laughs> yeah, like really that. spooky. like a ghost. But yeah, then it's just like... oh. People debating on Twitter who should be the next villain. It's like all saying like, oh, Harvey Dent could be a good choice. We're probably going to get Joker soon enough. And I think the most popular one is Mr. Freeze. Because of that Matt Reeves interview. So Matt Reeves did an interview last week or the week before talking Mm. about how he would love to do like a grounded version of Mr. Freeze's story. Right. That'd be interesting. As long as he doesn't undo Arnold Schwarzenegger's work. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! (laughs) Okay, we're going to take a quick break. But before we do, 
we ask that you guys follow us on whatever platform you are using if you are new here. Hello there. Hello there. We just want to bring up that we have something called buy me a coffee. Now what that is, is you can donate what it costs for a cup of coffee to the show and it's to support us and our show and to help bring higher quality. I will leave that in the description down below if that is something that interests you. We do not enforce it, of course. It is totally up to you, but it will be there. I'm going to go on that break. We'll be right back with our top 10 comedy shows. Hell yeah. And we are back and we have a pretty exciting chunk of the episode for you guys. So we're going to be talking about our top 10 comedy shows. Now this could be any kind of show. Anything, any show that is comedic in some way. Yep. So you're going from animation to not animation, basically. Mm-hmm. Any show. Now, we're going to go through our 10 to 6 in a brief matter, and then we'll go into our 5 to 1 in a little bit more detail. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right. Courage. So, number 10. Mm-hmm. I have Modern Family. Really? Oh, what? Yeah. Okay, that surprised me. Yeah, I was surprised, but yeah. after watching it last year, it's snuck into the top 10. Wow, yeah. Number nine, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, oh, I kind yeah. of forgot about the show. I don't know if we made it Yeah. Watched it as a lot as a kid, and now it's um, stuck in my top ten. I like it. Number eight, Community. Ah, oh, yes. okay. Yes, 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 yes. If it was yes. based on the first few seasons alone, it would be a lot higher, but because as a yes. whole, it was yeah. quite a bit shitty towards the end. Yes, very true. Number seven, uh, not as high as I thought. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, oh I would have thought that would have been higher. Yeah. I would have thought that would have been higher. I thought that would have been top four. Yeah, maybe, um, me too. There's the shows that are above it, I actually like more. Okay. Um, yeah, oh, wow. Obviously, that's how we rank it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> At number six, 30 Rock. Yes, oh, love okay. That love show. 30 Rock. Love that show. Why do you love 30 Rock? 30 Rock is just. Everything I love, it it reminds me of my favorite part of New York City, and it's got my favorite crew, mm-hmm. ensemble cast, ensemble cast, and I just love everything about it. Yeah, yeah, and it's I mean, funny all the way through. All the way through. My turn. Your my, turn. My, 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 my turn. turn. My 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 turn. That might be spoilers, but anyway. All right, <laughs> my number ten, which I don't know if you'd be surprised, hun, but it's always sunny. Oh, I made it. My list. It just made my list. It's because of that scene. Didn't make the yeah, list because that scene that we saw. It's just been so freaking funny. And because we've been rewatching scenes, I remember yeah. how funny it is. Anyway, number nine, Frasier. I knew that That's was going to be there. Oh, I love Frasier. I, I thought it actually would have been a little bit higher. Maybe not like top five, but. No, I, I adore Frasier. I, I adore Kelsey Grammer. Baby, I hear them lose the calling. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. Mercy. Number eight. I'm surprised how low this is. Seinfeld. That's okay. <laughs> George is like... That's <laughs> fine. George, George's skin went that's very red. Fine. Nah, that's fine. The fact that it's on the list is yeah. because of me. Yeah, essentially, yes. Spoilers, it's not on my list. It's still great. I, I need to rewatch it again. I reckon yes. if I rewatch it, it'll be high. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hilarious. Yeah. Number seven. 30 Rock. Nice. Love me some 30 Rock. Nice. I can't emphasize this enough. Alec Baldwin is one of my favorite comedy characters. His character, Jack Donaghy. But he's so damn funny in this show. Yeah. And, absolute, and Liz Lemon, hilarious. I love Tina Fey. Tina Fey. I was supposed to say Tina Turner. That would have been weird. Roll it! Roll it! Roll it! And my number six. And I'm pretty sure it would only be on my list and not everyone else's friends. Friends is an honorable mention for me. Friends is yeah. just, I love friends. Uh, it is top tier for a reason. And I think it's hilarious. Yep. I think Monica is a really underrated character. I love Monica. Just for the record, anyway. for people that think that I hate friends. No one thinks you hate no friends. No one thinks you hate friends. Have we even talked about friends in yes. this podcast? No, we haven't. No. <laughs> my friends that think okay. uh, I don't. Okay. It's funny. Yes. Yeah. You just prefer Seinfeld. I prefer Seinfeld. Fair yeah. enough. Hey, hey, hey. Fair enough. But Seinfeld might not be on my list. Who knows? Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> All right, Dean. You're yes. 10 to 6. All right. Number 10. Mm-hmm. 
Party Down. It's got Martin Starr, Adam Scott. Oh, um, you've shown me this, Jane Lynch. Actually. So it's got Lizzie Kaplan and Ken Marino. Ken Marino is this guy. I like Ken Marino. I think he's hilarious. Yes, he's, he's very funny. He's a funny. very funny man. Just great at being just an awkward schmuck. Whenever he appears on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, he's very funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. as the cap- new captain. Yeah. Number nine, Drake and Josh. You know, I thought about it. I thought about that because it was such a funny show to us yep. little kids. I actually thought you about that. You know, I was that. tossing between this and iCarly on which one to oh, put no. in. I was only going to put in one, but it had to be Drake and Josh. Number eight, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Nice. 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 I actually didn't it. expect that to be on your list, to be honest. It's because of what I've watched so far on Amazon, the first ten se- like the first nine to ten seasons. I thought it was comedy gold. Yeah. yeah. I love the characters. I just love that it's a sitcom where, because in most shows, people learn their lesson at the end of the day. These people don't. Yes. That's the best thing about it. They're just pieces of shit that never learn anything yep. throughout the whole series. Yes. Number seven, Arrested Development. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, Arrested Development. I've talked about how much, especially at the start of this podcast when, when yes. I first started watching it. It's a instant classic for me. I love the uh, ensemble of characters. Number six, it was a toss-up between which one, between five and six, what was going to make the top five. Uh-huh. Number six, Parks and Rec. Ah, yeah, nice. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's an iconic show. Yeah, that only just missed out on my top 10. Yeah. Just for yeah. the record. I'm surprised that it's not in your top 10. I'm it just missed out. Just I'm missed out. George. George, you're five to one, please. Number five, I have a man that I admire. Tim Allen. <laughs> That's the man you admire. Oh, a man I admire and I want to be more like as I get older. Uh, curb your enthusiasm starring Larry <laughs> David I thought that would have been like uh, the top two yeah me too uh, considering what I've got above it I just it, this is an amazing show I love every episode every episode's hilarious it's awkward yes. it's a little bit uncomfortable I don't think I can binge Very the whole awkward. season but everything that he does is low key I agree with but just the world <laughs> the world's against him yes and just very quietly you agree with it yeah I, I, just quietly <laughs> not <laughs> everything not everything no but it's, yeah. I just love how spiteful and and just the spite store <laughs> the spite store he opens up a spite store someone opens up a coffee shop and like he has an argument with them so he opens up a second coffee shop next to him and he calls it the spite store <laughs> uh, those, those are some funny episodes uh, something like it's so you know other people watch heartfelt yes shows to feel something but for me this really feels up my heart i just <laughs> love this show not what people would think though no <laughs> no but just everything yeah you, you really need to give it a go it's I have watched so yeah. I love yeah it's it's fantastic quality all the way through it doesn't dip for me no it doesn't dip number four I've got SNL I got Saturday Night Live I thought I'd I yeah. asked Elle before I go is this allowed yes you know and we're talking 30 40 seasons yeah the seasons that really get me my favorite sort of period is with you know the Bill Hader that's the best. Um, That's the best. Yeah. That era, uh, like uh, with Fred Armisen, Fred Armisen, Jason Sudeikis, Kristen Wiig, yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Forte, yeah. You fantastic. Know, as good as like the Adam Sandler days were with Chris Farley, I love those episodes, Maybe and even Will the Ferrell, even the Will Ferrell with Jimmy Fallon and stuff like that. But that era really really resonated with me yeah. a bit a bit later in the year like Taron Killam Taron Killam I think that's towards the end of that. Bill Hader yeah. period, yeah. you know. But those two are great additions. And just us. since, it just hasn't been the same. Nah. Especially no. since, like, those two left, Vanessa Bayer left, and all the yeah. classics left as well. It's just... Yeah. Number three, I've got The Office. I absolutely did not think I would ever love this show prior to being in this. I was just sort of a show that missed your top ten. Go on. I am yeah. on number three at the moment. Yeah, I know. It hasn't missed... It, whatever it is it might not have missed it maybe without knowing what it's about I can understand because I've been on that other side of the fence uh, it doesn't look too appealing but you've seen the show and you know how good it is yeah because it just looks like an, a plain office yeah exactly Nothing it thrilling. doesn't look thrilling there's no amazing trailer for it do you know what I mean yeah. but I when I first started dating Elle we, you know Elle introduced me to the show and ever since I think I've seen this show more times throughout you know the series than i think any other show yes because i am call. a repeat offender yes, yes. that was a repeat offender steve carell that's not oh, yeah. I mean, he makes yeah. the show if he wasn't in the show i mean like it. you've got season eight season nine 
to prove what it's exactly. like without him. He turned 60 this year. Wow. Bless him. Yeah. Bless him. He's amazing. He is. I'm such an Office fan now that I'm, I argue with people that think that the English office is better than the American office. Which yeah. I understand, but like... No, but I, I just say... very you different. Guys, yeah. You, only, you guys only think that because it's popular to think that way. Mm. It's always cooler to say that the English version is yeah. a lot better than the yeah. American version. But no, yeah. the American version is a lot better than the English version. <laughs> like, no offense to people that love the English one. It shits on the English one. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely destroys it. Yeah. Number two <laughs> is Seinfeld. Oh! oh! I know what your number one is. Go on. Everyone should know. Everyone what knows what his number one is. Okay. So, guys, <laughs> Drake and Josh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Sing the theme. Sing. It's Drake and Josh. What? No, that was just after my time. Seinfeld <laughs> is the greatest laugh track sitcom of all time. For me, the best sitcom of all time. I don't think there's any any comparison. As good as Friends is, I don't think it achieved what Seinfeld did at the time. When when the series finale of Seinfeld was on, people were stopping in Times Square and they had it on the big screen. That's really? crazy. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was an event. Too bad it was shit. The series finale was shit. Yes. <laughs> the only bad episode of the series. Yes. That's crazy. Was the that. series finale. <laughs> like, what are the odds? You'd rather be like a random episode yeah. like season six. And I love it because... Larry David addresses Larry, it, yeah. Yes, I love it because Larry David left the show after a while and he wasn't continuously writing anymore, but he came back for the last episode. Mm. Wow. Yeah, but he acknowledged in that um, in, Curb. in Curb how shit the last <laughs> episode was. Yes. That's great. But I think it's timeless. It is timeless. I, I think... You know, a lot of people do say all you have to do is update the tech in the show and it's still relevant today. Yeah, it's yeah. still extremely relevant. They don't deal with <laughs> proper themes. They deal with just little nothing. petty things. It's the show about nothing. It's, it's a show, show about, about nothing. nothing. One episode's like a guy that's a close talker. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's his yes, thing. That's, so <laughs> you know? that's a whole 22 you know? minute episode about I'll, that. That's Another a episode, episode where a woman eats her peas one at a time. Genius. Genius. <laughs> Genius. Larry David's like your number one man in comedy. Ah, uh, him and uh, Jerry together, like oh. with that show, obviously. I love Larry David. I love Conan. Mm. And number one, I'm not going to look at my list. You should all know that it's The Simpsons. Yep. Yes. <laughs> the Simpsons. Did Futurama make your top 10? No. It, it was just missed out as wow. well. How shocked. We got your first 10 good seasons. Then you got the next five decent seasons. Then you got about 20. The 25 really really crappy seasons yes but those 10 seasons my god dean l you know we know yeah you know yeah it's probably our most quoted show i i agree of all time for yes. us i quote simpsons every day you yeah. do and you if do i don't it's in my simpsons brain i do yeah you do quote simpsons every day i know that because i live with you yeah yes sorry no, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. Sorry. It sometimes your references are so. What's the word I'm after? Niche. Niche. Yeah. From the Simpsons, it it catches me off guard. I'm like, where's that from? But I don't know why I ask because yeah. I know it, it's from the Simpsons because that's what you mostly reference. I yeah, that's such a good show. But any conversation can can you can throw a Simpsons quote in there because it yeah. works for anything. The prime Simpsons work for anything. Yeah. Thank God I got you. <laughs> Me? Yeah, but who else could you like these days? Like, imagine I was like looking for a date these days. I'm like, hey, can you believe it's McGaggy's birthday? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Some of my friends are really sick of my Simpsons references. Yeah. It's great. If you didn't, whenever it was the weekends or you're on school holidays, if you didn't binge The Simpsons on Fox 8. Super Simpsons weekends. Uh, you, Super you, Simpsons you're weekends. just not with it. You're not part of the clique. Yeah. Uh, the Simpsons is phenomenal. Phenomenal television yep. in its yep. prime. Yep. Well, that's my top 10. Love it. I'll love take it. it away. That's a good top 10, Georgie. Thank you very right, much. Number one. Okay, my top five. Huh? Number five, and I know this isn't on your list, Dean, and obviously it wasn't on yours, Georgie. Sex in the City. Just missed out. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, I'm not going to go too much into description with this. I have always just loved this show. Talk away. And 
back when I was watching it when I was younger, I found that I was I always thought, oh, I'm such a Carrie, I'm such a this. Mm. But as I get older, I realize I'm more of a Miranda. And you guys have no idea what that means. Is She's that, just really sarcastic. I'm more sure of a Drew Carrie. Hilarious. All right, sorry. Is that Kim uh, No, she's Samantha. Oh, I'm sorry. doing Cynthia Nixon, the okay. redhead. Ah, oh, the redhead, the tall one. Anyway, <laughs> I just think that show is extremely hilarious and, and fashionable, and that's one thing, two things I really like about it. It has also good drama sequences in yeah. it as well, but it's mostly a comedy. Anyway, it's just an all-around great show, and it's been one of my favorites since I was pretty young. How's the new season of it going? Ah, uh, yes, I did watch all of that. I... Um... And so it begins. No, what's it called? And just like that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was that yeah, so You didn't even you didn't even budge. No, I'm like, yeah, how how is the story begins? Look, I I thought it was alright. Yeah. From what I've read online, a lot of people didn't like it. They made a lot of questionable uh, choices. Was Sex and the City a show that from start to end was great the whole time? Yes. Okay. For me it was, yeah. One thing I don't mind about the show is makes you really love New York City. Oh, it does. Yeah, New York it's City is shows. its own character. It's absolutely... And that's one... Also another reason why I love the show so much because I miss New York City so much. Ooh. My favourite city in the world. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's one reason why I also really love the show. Mm. Number four. SpongeBob SquarePants. Nice. Oh, yeah. Now, okay. Just like, missed out. I think we've spoken about it on the show before. I mean, the SpongeBob movie has come up in like two of our rankings <laughs> this yep. is the third time spongebob's coming up in a ranking there's so much to say about Sp- spongebob and i we don't have the time he's amazing that character and patrick is amazing squidward's amazing mr Krabs is amazing they're all hilarious mm. plankton is hilarious it's a show that i know more dean and i quote more often because we've watched it more recently even though I know you grew up with it too George I did we could do our um, top 10 episodes hell yeah hell day. yeah it's yeah. such a funny goddamn show and I'm also obsessed with the games that come with that show like for example Battle of Bikini Bottom uh, Revenge of the Flying Dutchman that's a good game as well yeah. anything I to do with Spongebob I love and I absolutely love it when we show it to our son and he giggles a little yeah. bit. I yeah. love it. Uh, I love it's so it. Rewarding. That makes my heart sore. Yeah. It's just an all round fantastic show. It's a show for all ages, I reckon. I um it's more for adults than kids. Let's be honest here. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I can guess Hell your yeah. top sorry. No, you can't. Then say it. Should I say it? No, I won't no, spoil no, no. it. Because <laughs> I know it. <laughs> number three is The Simpsons. Nice. Yes. Uh surprise, surprise. Yeah. What more to say about this show? Even the most random lines I find hilarious, and I'll give you an example. It's it's such a funny episode in general. When Homer says to Bart, you want to change your name to Homer Jr.? The kids can call you Hold You. (laughs) It's the face. It's the face. It's so goddamn funny. Just very small things about this show is extremely funny. I don't think I've seen comedy happen as well in anything else. It's truly peak comedy. It's got everything. Just it's, a well-written bow. Yeah. Well-written. Mm. And even some of my favorite episodes, one of my favorite episodes is one written by Conan O'Brien, which... Marge is the monorail? Yeah. Yes, exactly. And which isn't saying much because I love Conan O'Brien. Oh, like, hell yeah. It's, it's obvious why I would love that show the most. Anyway. Is it Batman? No, it's a scientist. Mm. Batman's a scientist. <laughs> it's not Batman! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny. So, so good. Alright, my number two. Can I guess the theme song? Okay. If that was Will and Grace, then you are correct. Yes! <laughs> See, I know the theme song to Will and Grace, but yes. I just didn't get what you were getting at. <laughs> I tried, I tried. It's a very hard it theme is, song to it do. Is. It's very jazzy piano. Anyway, Will and Grace. I this was the first ever laughing track sitcom that I ever truly fell in love with. Yeah. All four of the main characters are hysterical to me. Yeah. yeah. You've got the obvious ones like Karen and Jack. They're like the more obvious funny, but Grace and Will, even though they're the main two of the show, 
They are so damn funny, yeah. man. Quickly rank the four characters. I can't. I have to think about okay, it. I have to enough. think about no, it. That's enough. really hard on the yep. spot. But Will's your favorite. I'm going to say I think Will is my favorite. Yeah. Yes, he is fucking hilarious. But low-key, out of your, out of all of them, low-key the funniest. Yeah. I like when characters are low-key funny. Like yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Mm. I adore everything about that show. I adore all seasons. I remember one scene, first time I watched it, I was dying on the couch laughing. And that might have been one of the first times a show ever really did that for me. Like, dying on the couch laughing. Yeah. So, anyways, that show sits in my heart. And I actually just watched a few episodes, so I'm ready to go through the whole series again. And my number one, I'm sure you both know, it's very obvious. It Dex's Laboratory. Dex's Laboratory. No, <laughs> It's The Office. So, I've already spoken about, even before when George was talking about how I'm a repeat offender of shows, of movies, of songs, of anything. And The Office is my number one comfort TV show. If I'm feeling a bit out of sorts, a bit, you know, stressed, anxious, I will put The Office on in the background and I don't even have to watch it. I listen to it like a podcast. Mm. I know the show that well. Yeah. It is such a fantastic show, and I hang on to every line of Michael Scott. I think he's absolutely hilarious, and just some of the things that that character says and facial expressions. And Steve Carell is such a bloody genius. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to improvising, I don't know if there's anyone better. Yeah. But absolute genius of a show, and I'm listening to the Office Ladies podcast, and I'm absolutely loving it because what my favorite thing about it is when they say that this certain line was improvised. That's what it's I do. Rewarding. It's yeah. so rewarding. Yeah. But do you, like, when they say that and watching the episode back, did you think it was improvised or did you think it was just part of the show um, the script? There's some parts where I thought, no, that had to be improvised, but it turns out it wasn't. And there's other parts where I'm like surprised that that was improvised. I will give you a quick example. So you know the episode where the office, they think they're going under. Yeah. And yeah. Michael goes to David Wallace's house <laughs> to try and convince him yeah. to not let go of the Scranton branch. And Michael and Dwight are practicing no how way. Michael would talk to David Wallace. So the part, the first part where he's like, listen, Scott. Scott. That part was all part of the script. That part yeah. was all part of the script. What wasn't part of the script was when, when Michael went to Dwight again, excuse me, Mr. David Wallace, huh? and Dwight was like, oh! Yeah. The reason ah. why they cut it so quickly is because all the crew and the actors could not stop laughing, oh, no. and it was unusable after that. That's why it cuts so quickly. I never knew that. Hel- oh, I got no, goosebumps. That's amazing. hilarious. Anyway, that's my number one. Um, let's talk about right, when 10. you first watched the episode where Michael left. Oh my god! I remember, this is in two th- the start of like 2010, 2011. <laughs> yeah. This is in my bedroom. Yes. We're watching on my laptop. Yeah. And we're watching on some dodgy little website. Yeah, yeah. We managed to get the whole, through the whole thing, which is great. Yeah. But I remember Elle sobbing like like a relative passed away. Yeah. When Michael left. Yes, oh, yeah. I sobbed. I sobbed. You sobbed. Yes. I, I, I wasn't ready for it. And especially the part where he's at the airport, obviously, just about yeah. as he's about to go. Like, oh, I guess. There's no it, audio. It made yeah. me sad, but I don't think I really appreciated it as much yeah. as when I was younger. But then watching it again as like a teen, I was like, gee, yeah, it fucking floors me. It still floors me now. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you also distracted by how much I was crying. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was literally not like that. It was... A- <laughs> Right. What was that? I was sobbing, yeah. guys. Weeping. Sobbing. Yeah, weeping. Anyways. Weeping. All right, Dean, your top five. My top, top five. This is the hard one. Yes. Number five, Scrubs. Yes, nice. I knew that would be in it. I, I was waiting yeah. for someone to say it. Scrubs, for me, is just a show that one second will have me dying of laughter, and then the next second I'll be bawling my eyes out. Yes, that's so true. Mm. It, it, it is the best show when it comes to handling the darker moments of real mm. life. Yeah. yeah. I, I know there is no single character that I relate to more on TV or movies than JD. Yeah. Which is very much ahead in the clouds. I, I, I narrate in my head rather than things are going chaotic in there and I daydream situations. 
Yeah. That like that whole premise of the show is something I do on the yeah. daily. Yeah. And I love JD for that. And just the whole cast of characters, Dr. Cox, Turk, Janitor, Dr. Kelso, Carla, Elliot, <laughs> Ted. It, it's such a good show. If, if, if you just want a show that just randomly makes you laugh over the dumbest things, it, it, I, can't, I can't believe how well it masters that. Yeah. Uh, it can make you cry, but then it's not like a... A situational thing that is like believable that'll make you faint. No, it's something ridiculously stupid. Yes. Yeah. Like for example, Turk trying to give a briefcase to the head surgeon, but then he's fighting a bunch of ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so and not dumb. everybody yeah. was kung fu fighting. Yes. Or like playing hide the saltine. Yes. Which for us is a salada biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> just hiding it somewhere in your body, and the other person's got to find it. Yeah. Things like that. It's just fantastic. Number four. The Office. Oh. Even though it's number four, it's very high. It was like, it could have been number one. Yeah. Any four of these shows could have been number one. But yeah. I put The Office in number four. The Office is, I have no show. I've watched more than this when it comes to live action TV shows. Yeah. I have used and abused this show. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Steve Carell is just, well, we've talked about him enough. He's a godsend to our world and to comedy yeah. and to The Office. Uh, Rain Wilson is Dwight. Yes. Iconic. John Krasinski, Jenna Fisher, the whole cast. Yeah. Whole cast is amazing. Is amazing. That's the best thing. Even the characters in the background who then become bigger supporting characters, just their one-liners mm-hmm. are amazing. Even characters I'm in love with, like Meredith, My for some reason my favourite line of hers is, like Clooney. Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite line of, it, of Meredith's. And just like yeah. the... I love Creed. I love Kevin. If I can't scoop up... What's this been all about? <laughs> <laughs> so random. Quabity Ashwitz. Quabity Ashwitz. Quabity Ashwitz. Quar. Quar. But just, it's an iconic series. It's been, we've talked about it enough. I'll move yeah. on. Number three SpongeBob. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, SpongeBob, that is the ultimate show of my childhood. Yeah ultimate because like that that's like the first show that i fell in love with i still remember the first dvd i i grabbed was the beach uh ripped pants yes dvd i yes. think i still got that somewhere it's like it was first... ripped pants and the next one you got halloween. was the halloween one yeah that's right those are the first two like i saw i still remember going to video easy at brandon park and getting it yeah good times good times good times and it's just a it's obviously like not including the whole show it's just the first three seasons that I'm talking about but that's yeah. kind of like a show off in itself and the movie yeah like the movie is almost like a fitting series finale yeah yeah just the characters and the situations they find themselves in and just the one liners in the show oh, so damn good and going back to the characters like as much as I love Spongebob and Patrick I think my two favourite characters are Squidward and Mr. Krabs so funny like, so when, good when I was younger Patrick was my favourite character and then when I was a teen, Squidward was my favourite character. But right now, Mr. Krabs is my number one. So <laughs> SpongeBob <laughs> and friend! Go on, do the voice. Oh, uh, Mr. Krabs. I can't really do a good Mr. Krabs impression. Just say money. Money! <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. It's really bad. I can do money! It <laughs> goes really high pitch. I hate it. Number two, The Simpsons. I know what number one is. Yeah, I think oh, if wow, you know. Yeah. I think if you know me, you know what number one is. But number two is The Simpsons. Probably, like, this and Spongebob are my most quoted shows of all time. Yep. Uh, it's hard to pick which one I've quoted more. But The Simpsons, it's just the characters, the stories. Springfield. Yeah. As a whole. Like, there's, I feel like there's no TV town that I know better than Springfield. Yeah. What, what is there not to say about The Simpsons? Yeah. It's just great writing. The animation is, for that time was still great. Just can't imagine them looking any other way, essentially. And just, it's insanely quotable. And the characters. Principal Skinner's my personal favourite. Yes, he's so and I Up love yours, children. Up yours. Up yours just the whole relationship with Superintendent Chalmers. And we got that yeah. iconic sketch of uh, yeah, of Skinner's and Chalmers. Yeah, oh, my God. The incredible luncheon. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Chief Wigan, Millhouse. The crusty, like one of my favorites is, and now welcome to the crusty comedy classic, and it's all KKK. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, we're in for a great show tonight. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, it's like, that's it's not like good. at the Apollo Theater. 
just, <laughs> <laughs> just Arrow starts throwing crap at him oh and just God. even just a <sighs> yeah, it's just yeah. a, a grunt that everyone can relate to. Yeah. And again, we've talked about it enough. The reason why I'm skimming through this is because my number one is a show that no one's talked about, and George is looking at my list cheating. I already knew it. You already knew it, but number one for me is South Park. Wow. Yep. Oh. I knew it would be at least in your top three. I didn't know it would be number one. It's number one. I thought it would be. Yeah? Yeah. For me, out of all these shows, the one that I find easiest to pick up and rewatch is South Park. Yeah. It's also a show that from season one to like season 25 it's on now, season all of 25. it's watchable. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, it's not as great as it used to be. But it's not like The Simpsons where it's unwatchable or SpongeBob. It's like, yeah, it's still alright. But uh, it's like, no, even though it's not as good as what it used to be, it's still pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Just the situations they find themselves in, it's the best show at taking a normal situation that anyone can find themselves in and just creating a massive domino effect of how you can end up wanting to uh, eat some KFC to it becoming illegal and it becomes a whole Scarface episode based on, instead of cocaine it's KFC <laughs> yep 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 obviously like oh it's crude humour it's very controversial but that's also what makes the show because the writing is just fantastic yeah I think it's got some of the best writing that comedy has ever seen from yeah. Matt Stone and Trey Parker who I personally just like idolise them yeah for better or worse there's only like one or two episodes that I can think are just outright bad yeah Whereas the rest of it's like... I, I mean, can, in 25 seasons. In 25 seasons, that's pretty impressive. good. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. There's only one season that I'm not a huge fan of, and that's season 20, because they it's basically kind of around the the election of yes. uh, Trump and Clinton. Yeah. Yep. They wrote it, because they write the episodes during the week. Yeah. And then release it. That's insane. They wrote it thinking that Clinton was going to win the election. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, Trump won, so they pretty much had to rewrite the whole plan for the rest of the season and it was just an absolute mess (laughs) yeah and you can tell but just overall it's iconic and I love South Park Dean your top three are all animated shows yeah all animated you are an animated show guy I do but I'm not not, I'm not a huge fan of like Rick and Morty I feel like I should love Rick and Morty yeah I watched the first three seasons and it's really good it's just I think people have overhyped it too much for me oh my god I don't care about it pickle but ah funniest shit I ever seen so this is a scientist <laughs> and he turns himself into a pickle funniest shit I ever seen <laughs> that's it well everyone great lists great lists some great quality shows great quality shows right there I think it's time to wrap it up yes what wrap do we say alright guys thank you so much for listening please email us your top 10 comedy shows at 3tickets2podcast at gmail.com do not forget to follow us on all of our social medias and whatever platform you use to listen to this podcast, if you haven't already, of course. Also, don't forget to check out the Buy Me A Coffee website if you are interested in supporting the show in any way. And that's it, guys. Also, as I mentioned at the start of the episode, I do have another podcast called Daydream Believers. It is about music, mental health, and mindset. It's pretty good. I may say so myself. It's always the best. All right, so I'm going to leave that in the description down below. Feel free to check that out. Anyways, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye, guys.